Yo, yo, yo. What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Tough Love. Not Tequila. I'm your hostess, Sonia, aka Slay Hill. Okay, let's get into it. I don't know. I've been off lately. I think this has been a feeling that all my friends have also reported to me. I don't know. I've just been feeling funky. I have like all these ideas for episodes, but I just can't really seem to execute them well. I don't really feel like my episodes lately have been that great. Um, And that's just because I'm frazzled. I'm a little bit more self-conscious lately or a little bit more anxious just about everything that I'm putting out in general. I don't want shit to be skewed a certain way. I don't want to be like misunderstood and I just don't want things held against me in the wrong way. Also, I'm trying to come off in a way where I'm also learning too. So it's hard when you're going through the process of your healing journey and your spiritual journey. And oftentimes you end up at this spot where you've kind of done a lot of the work and you can make sense of a lot of things and you're kind of smooth sailing, but you're kind of waiting for the next part of your journey to start and you feel a little bit stuck. And I would say that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, I just feel like my thoughts have just been all over the place. And although I have a lot of ideas, it's hard to really commit to one because I don't feel super passionate about anything right now. (laughs) So I don't know. I just want to hop on here because I want to be consistent. But then I'm also questioning whether or not (laughs) being consistent versus putting something out that I'm super proud of is the goal here. Um, my last two episodes have just gotten really shitty <laughs> views or listens, and I know it's not about all that, but it does kind of like bother me a little bit because I already had felt like they weren't that great episodes on their own, and then I look at how many people listen to them, and it's like such a tiny, it's like 10% of like the usual amount of plays that I get, and I don't know, maybe I just have been doing really shitty timing. I know I was trying to do it on Monday and Tuesday releases and then just life has kind of gotten in the way and I don't really want to do too much if I'm not called to do it. And I know I say that a lot, but that's just kind of how I want to run my life in general right now. I don't really want to force anything. So I don't really know where we're going to go from here. I want to do a lot of episodes with a lot of people and I don't know. It just seems like... It seems like a lot of people hit me up and then it's hard to follow through with them. And um, like some people have like hit me up that I have no interest in. Please don't use my dating pod like a podcast, my podcast as a dating app. I really don't. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I just I'm not using this as anything other than a safe space for people who are feeling the same way as me or interested in the subject matter that's usually being discussed here. It's not for you to hollow shoot your shot. Um, and I wouldn't be interested either way. I, that goes across the board. I know it's cuffing season, people, but <laughs> please control yourself. And um, yeah, so for me right now, I'm just a little bit lost, but what's fucking new? I feel like that's the chapter of my life that I'm in right now is a little lost chapter, and I'm just trying to figure shit out for myself. Um, I've been doing pretty good with not <laughs> blacking out and losing my phone and slapping random strangers in the street, however, so that is something good. Uh, I think today's 23 days. Um, But I have been kind of wondering and thinking a lot about where I'm at in my life. And I guess I just wanted to have a 
random episode where I just talk about things that are on my mind. And I don't really have a set out plan for this. I just want to be honest and I guess get some things off my chest because although I'm very happy, I also kind of not at the same time. And it's a weird fucking feeling. And there's just so many things swirling in my mind right now. And I want to get some shit off my chest because it has been a year of many lessons and many ups and downs. And I think a little bit of reflection and a little bit of word vomit could be really good. I know that other people come and listen to this podcast with me because it's more so like a conversation with somebody. And I will always try to reign true to that. And that's what we're going to get into today. I know my energy is not super high and I keep saying that on every episode. I'm in a weird spot right now, y'all. <laughs> Things are weird. Um, my living situation's kind of interesting right now. Um, I just finished my DUI course, so I'm really happy about that. I have one more thing to do and I'm fully done with paying <laughs> the county and Paying anyone else in relation to driving under the influence. I'm super happy about that. And I have some big girl moves planned for the future and occurring at the moment. So I'm really excited about that. But I don't know. For whatever reason, it's like I just feel kind of kind of dead inside. And uh, maybe that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Um, I don't want to be corny and be like, it's okay to not be okay. But... When you struggle with depression, that's kind of just all you really have to grapple with because I don't know about anybody else, but I've been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and um, major depressive disorder. So it's not really thoroughly discussed, but for me, it basically just is I'll have just a lot of numbness and I think that sounds peculiar to people because a lot of people in my personal life think that I'm a very emotional and sensitive person, which is true, but um, I do get in these places where uh, I'm a a very emotional person when it's a negative emotion, you know what I mean? Um, When I'm hurting or I'm in a bad place, I find it really easily easy for me to portray that energy to others. However, when things are very good or things are going well and I'm quote unquote happy, see, I don't even feel comfortable using the word happy. Like that's how much programming I have and like how much work I have to do with myself because I feel uncomfortable still with saying the word happy. And a big part of that is because I'm scared. Like, I think happiness is something that can be really scary to a lot of us. It's something that we don't feel like we truly deserve. It's whether or not that's something we've told ourselves or we've heard from other people. It can be really a tough thing to grapple with because when you feel like things are good in your life, you kind of want to downplay them because you don't want to get too excited about something and have it ripped out from underneath you. Maybe you've been in a position before where you've been happy for a while and things are going great and then everything falls apart and you just don't want to get that, um, you know, you don't want to climb a mountain only to fall right off of it. You want to chill at the top of the mountain and enjoy the view. And every single time it seems like you get to that top of that mountain, someone shoves you off of it. Um, One thing I will say is that I'm really happy that... 
during this year, it has definitely tested all of us, not just myself mentally, but a lot of the times I tend to, when I get a major depressive episode, I will totally recoil and go back into my shell and I cut people off. I don't talk to people. I participate in risky behavior, whether that's drinking or other recreational activities, going on benders. I also usually, um, I will lean, start to lean into my disordered eating again, which is also something I want to talk about on here just because, I mean, let's just say it. (laughs) Just because you are quote unquote recovered from an eating disorder does not mean you're really I don't know. You're not really, there's, it's not like you're never going to revert to those disordered ways of thinking and then follow through with disordered actions that turn into disordered eating patterns. There's no guarantee. I don't know about anybody else that has gone through their ED. um, But for me, it's just like everything else on the mental health docket. It's a daily choice. Every day I make a choice not to do certain things that I have done before, not to partake in certain behaviors that may seem to alleviate something in me in the moment, but in the long run only damage me further. For me, it's like that's how I have to check myself every day. And it gets tough, especially when you kind of feel the little (laughs) brain cookie of yours start to crumble over time, especially when you kind of don't have your 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 disordered eating or your your addictive drinking or all your escapist tendencies, you don't have those things anymore. So that brings so much more awareness to how often you're making the choice to not partake in them. You know what I mean? It's like once you start, like if if, if, if I let myself count calories for one day, if I let myself, um, fast the whole day and say it's intermittent fasting or it's for my health and you know it's for me mentally like don't know the people like old people meditate and they fast and they like cleanse their body and blah 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 people do it before ayahuasca it must be okay start using those reasonings although they sound crazy the whole behavior is crazy itself so you can't be really that shocked that you're making these crazy out-of-pocket things to validate you doing something crazy. It's all crazy. It's all fucking crazy. And I I don't, I, I find a lot of issues using that word kind of loosely. For me, it used to be a very sensitive word for me to use the word crazy, to be described as crazy, because honestly, that is the only word people have used to describe me my entire life. And there was a point there where like, it would literally just ruin me for someone close to me or someone I loved or someone I felt safe around to call me that. And I think it takes a big heart and a lot of patience and a lot of understanding to deal with someone that's been deemed as crazy. But like the reminder is, is people aren't born the way that they are. 
I didn't come out with an eating disorder. I didn't come out with depressive disorder. I didn't come out with all this anxiety. I didn't come out that way. And for you to call someone crazy and invalidate every experience that has led them up to where they're at mentally in that moment and basically blaming them because they're not strong-minded enough to be affected differently and be affected positively, not be pushed into the direction or the corner, it more so feels like, it's extremely insulting. And I think for me, I just, I keep reminding myself every day you're making this decision, right? Like every day you're making the decision not to isolate. Every day you're making the decision not to go get blackout drunk. Every day you're making the decision to not starve yourself or restrict because honestly, if you're alone in quarantine all day and you only see people a few times a week, it's really easy. Like there have definitely been days where I've been under eating. I've definitely lost weight. And I know I'm doing a few things that are not necessarily the best for me mentally right now. And I keep thinking about um, one of my friends that I'm in the clear, but now we're social media friends. And she like tweeted something the other day that I, I thought a lot about. And it's just like, do I cry on every podcast episode? <laughs> I'm an emotional person, y'all. Okay. Um, I am. But I just, like, keep thinking about it. And it it was something just kind of like when you have an ED or eating disorder, it's kind of like you're never going to fully fix your relationship with food. And I keep thinking about it. And it's like, fuck, you're right. Like, I'm never, like, it's been so, I've had this, I've had this journey and this disordered eating for so long, almost a decade now. And like every day I think the same way, I just make different choices. You know what I mean? Like I look at stuff and I can calculate the calories in my head and I want to sometimes, and sometimes I fucking do, you guys. <laughs> like I'm not perfect. Um, and I, I look at the other food that people eat and I – look at how many calories they can eat. I look at people and how they get hungry at normal people times. Whereas like I used, I'm so used to like fasting to a certain time to make it acceptable for me to eat. I'm so used to doing all this stupid shit. Um, I still have a food scale in my kitchen and I stare at it all the time and I'm like, and I don't know why I have it, but then I was thinking about it and I was like really trying to be honest with myself and I'm like, is it still in the kitchen? Because secretly, deep down inside, I know that there's going to be a day that I get sick enough again to use it. And like, what does that say about what I want for myself? What does that say about my mental health? What does that say about how honest am I being with myself when I really think I want to be happy and healthy? Do I? Because... In the back of my head, I still hear that voice thinking, like, you might not, bitch. Like, you might actually still want to partake in these really shitty behaviors because it's all you know and it's easy. It's Even though it's a shitty bed to lie in, it's a bed that you're comfortable and you get a lot of good sleep in. You know what I mean? And it's tough. It's really tough. Like, one thing I will say is, like, when I spend time around... 
um, I guess for lack of a better word, my partner, we eat like normal people. And then I come home and I don't eat like a normal person. (laughs) And like, I'm really trying to heal my relationship to food in my body still. Like, I know I put out like a lot of good messaging about being body positive and, you know, loving food and nourishing your body and taking care of yourself. But like when you're like just low, man, like, and I've been low, we've all been low. Like I'm, I I don't know. A lot of people the past few weeks have been telling me that they haven't been feeling well. And you know what? It's crazy because like I say a lot of people, but it's like every single person that I talk to that I'm close with, which is like maybe like seven or eight people. But for me, that's a lot of people like, cause usually I I don't, I don't have that many friends. I, I have, I can count the closest people to me in less than, you know, I don't need too much, all my fingers. I don't, I need those seven or eight people and that's it. And I don't need them, but you know, they're the people that are my confidants. They're the people that I trust. They're the people that I love. They're the people that I check in on and they check in on me. And I'm very thankful for those people. Like, don't get me wrong, but um, when everyone's kind of telling me they've been in the same boat, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is in the water? And I don't know. I think a big part of it has to do with it's fucking November. And it's been a tough year. And if you have not had, like, if you're in denial of how tough this year has been, I mean, be real with yourself. Like, I I don't know a single person that hasn't struggled mentally this year. And I think what I really want to say here is that doesn't make anyone weak. Like, it doesn't make anyone weak to feel down and feel bad. And, like, that's when the saying that I was saying, like, that's when that corny, it's okay to not be okay thing it's true. You know, it's so corny, but it's true. And it's like, I guess that's what I want to hammer home. (laughs) And I want to point out the things that are making me feel like I'm not like everybody else. And the things that I'm realizing are creeping into my consciousness right now. Like, why do I have that scale in my room? Like, why do I think about drinking when I'm really down? Why why do I have this anxiety? Like, why do I think I'm better than getting meds right now? I'm not on any meds, by the way, if anyone was curious. And I don't know. I've grappled with it a lot. I've had so many people in my life just kind of like give it a really negative connotation. But then I have to really question and look at myself and I have to ask myself, like, am I living for these people? Have these people lived the experiences that I have lived? Have these people (laughs) done the things to themselves or hurt themselves and damaged themselves with their own behavior to the extent that I have? Have these people hated themselves to the degree that I have? Have these people been through the same trauma as me as I have? Have these people had one day in my brain and in my shoes? Like, I don't know. I'm still thinking. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards, like, I'm thinking about it. Like, I, I'm a lot more open to the idea of medication than I was before because I'm just so sick of everyone making it seem like you're a weaker person because you need them. I know someone in my life that I'm close to and they need their meds. Like, and I can tell when they're on them and when they're off them. And I will say, like, it's 
it's shitty sometimes when they're on them because they seem like half a person, but then I see what happens when they're off them and it's like, it's hard. And sometimes you need a little bit of a sprinkly dinkly dot <laughs> to get you to a place where you're at least stable enough to start working through your bullshit on your own. Like, obviously, right now, I don't want to be long-term on anything. I've discussed having an addictive personality, and I don't think, you know, <laughs> popping pills is definitely, like, the good thing for me. But I think I need to be a little bit more realistic with who I am mentally as a person. Um, and that's not to say that it's a bad thing to be different, but, like, I've spent so much time just thinking about the past lately and unpacking like a lot of past trauma and like what it really means to me now and what it really said to me then. And I don't know. I don't know if anyone's been doing this this year. I think I obsessively peer into the past because I try to look for reasons and lessons and I question why I did this or why didn't I do this and why I thought I deserved this. And I try not to repeat the same mistakes because I think for the majority of my life up until now, I just was going through the motions and I was kind of looking forward towards some something that would fix me or more so someone who would fix me. And now that I realize that I'm the only person who's going to fix me and it's on me. I'm now looking back at my life in a different way versus thinking that I could be solved or fixed by somebody else. I'm looking at my past behavior, my past actions, and I'm looking at it from the perspective of what does this say about me? What did this say about how much I loved myself? Did I love myself that in that in that moment or in that time of my life? If I didn't, why didn't I? Um why did I think I deserve this? Why did I think I just didn't deserve this? Um, and those are a lot of questions that I think when you're healing, they're important to, it's important to reflect. I don't think you should get stuck on it. I don't think like you're going to find some great cheat code to becoming a better person. But I do think like we have a lot of time on our hands and you need to work through your shit. Um, for me, I can feel my shit coming out. <laughs> yeah, not on the toilet, guys. But um, I can feel my shit coming out a little bit lately. And I think, like, all, that's why I have my moments of happiness. And I feel a lot. Like, when I say that this I'm on a journey, I know it sounds corny, people, but I'm on it. Aren't we all on a journey, you know? But when I say it, like, I feel like I'm in a new chapter of my life and I'm at a certain level of awareness that I wasn't at before. Um, just for example, like, I've been going on walks, y'all. And, you know, if you're Indian, you know, we be going on our walks. We like to go on walks. It's just always been a part of the culture to me, um, <laughs> going on walks. I don't know. It was a thing. And then, um, when I had my eating disorder, I would go on walks because they were a form of self-punishment. And one of my little, you know, one of my little bullet points of things to work on, um, courtesy of my therapist is to take the things that I used to use as punishment and refurbish them into ways to show myself love which I recommend to literally anyone and everyone. And one of those things is like exercise and foods and obviously the walks are a form of exercise. And 
I don't know. They have helped me a lot. Um, I know the weather is getting weird, but like, I don't know. If you're kind of like down, I don't know, <laughs> maybe take a, take, a, take a walk and like put on some headphones, probably bring like, you know, some pepper spray, girl. You never know. I have a, like a fanny pack. I put like twist in where it on, um, where it across my body. I put on my headphones. I have my... I have my little, you know, pepper spray and shit because I don't know. I'm I'm paranoid and it's a dangerous world. Um, and I have my phone, but I don't really. I don't like to be on my phone on my walks. I put on a podcast and I literally go on a walk for like an hour, and it's helped me out a lot. One thing I have to say is like when you are in your head and you're in your house and you're kind of going stir crazy and you're overthinking things, it's just so nice to remind yourself that there is a whole fucking world out there, baby. And it don't give a fuck about you. And it don't give a fuck about what you're going through and it doesn't give a fuck that you haven't, you know, had the best day and it doesn't give a fuck that you know, so-and-so isn't giving you this, and so-and-so isn't giving you that, and so-and-so got this, and someone, so-and-so posted this on Instagram. The world doesn't care. The world still keeps moving, and I know for some people that could be, like, a very sad thought, but for me, I find comfort in that. I think, like, sometimes I need to get a bitch slap from reality that it's not the Sonya show. It's this is just you're you're this tiny tiny insignificant thing in this massive crazy world where there are so many stories and so many narratives and so many possibilities that you cannot possibly get so caught up in your own shit right and that's honestly like I know that sounds like a lot from a walk but trust me baby give it a go like I don't know, like, especially how the seasons are changing to like look up at the trees, changing colors, to walk by people and smile, to see little babies being pushed in strollers and just like really just see the world and, you know, get reminded it's not about you. Like, look, there, you know, I don't know. I might be a corny person, but I think that when I'm at my lowest, like, seeing a beautiful leaf fall to the ground like kind of does something for me but that's also probably why I got that guy in American Beauty when he was filming that um, plastic bag rolling by and he was like it was art or whatever like I'm that type of person (laughs) and like I love that about myself because I see beauty like I see beauty in a lot of things that usually seem to pass people by and I look at the world in a completely different way than I did this time last year last year when I was so fucking depressed and like planning my suicide you know what I mean like I am I'm in a I I'm sure at that point in my in my my mental state like I would probably go on a walk and hate it and I wouldn't want to smile at people and I wouldn't give a fuck that the trees were changing colors I wouldn't give a fuck that the sky was bluer than the other day to me I wouldn't give a fuck that the sun felt good on my skin I wouldn't give a shit but now here I am and I think like yay I'm proud of myself like there's so many things that in the moment feel like, oh, fuck, like, how am I going to get through this? Am I ever going to be happy again? Am I ever going to, like, feel again? When will I not be so numb and so, like, down? And when will my mind be a happy place to navigate instead of a minefield? And it's like, give it a go. Like, keep pushing. Remind yourself why you're here. Like, 
although you're insignificant, you're also a beautiful fucking human being. I'm sure maybe you don't feel it, but you are. I don't know who needs to hear that, but you are beautiful. We're all beautiful. We're all like unflawed, but then also flawed. We're all like pure, but also not so pure. Like we're so dualistic and we're so many things all at the same time. And I think reveling in that and recognizing what form you're in that day might help you guide yourself on your little journey that day. I think that some days you need to accept that you don't feel great and you're fucking depressed and things suck. And if you want to whine and pout about it, whine and pout about it. If you feel like even 1% of your body wants to get out of that mood and listen to a song or dance around or work out or go for a walk or phone a friend, you probably should do that because you do deserve to be happy. We all deserve to be happy. The thing is like being happy is so fucking scary, man. It is so scary. Um, I don't know. Like I think about if I had ever really truly felt happy before a lot. And it's so weird because I'm such a big fucking sappy romantic. And although it's something I hate about myself, I'm trying to turn everything I hate about myself into a positive thing and something that I love about myself, which I recommend to literally anyone. And I don't know, like, I will say like there was a moment, not exactly this time last year, But I was with somebody and we were in our car and we were driving and kind of like the boonies and in the hills and the sun was setting and I was really falling in love with this person. Like, I don't know. It was intense. It was, it's still intense. And like, I remember looking at his face and looking at the sun and looking at the trees and looking at his hand on my thigh and I felt beautiful and I felt really fully loved and accepted. And I felt like this thing. And I was like, am I happy? <laughs> and like, I was so, I was so scared. And I was like, is this falling in love or being happy? But whatever it was, it was a positive, intense feeling, right? And I had never felt it before. And I think ever since I got a little taste of that, I want that for myself. Although it's fucking scary, I think about that moment a lot. And I think about what I was doing up until that point in my life that had blocked me off from it. And what I had accepted in my life that would not give it to me or not make me feel that way. Like... I would describe it like it was a magical feeling. Like, it's crazy, but, like, I feel like everyone deserves that magical feeling. And maybe this year makes you feel like it's never going to (laughs) happen. And, like, sometimes I feel that way, too. It's like, what happened between then and now to get us here, right? And it fucking sucks sometimes. But I think, like, we all just collectively have been beaten down so fucking hard that... It's hard to see the magic, but I think that's where I find so much value in the past and pinpointing these little moments and kind of dissecting them. Like, how, why did I feel this way? What made me feel this way? Um, how, like, you know, like un- unpacking it. Like I said, I was scared. Like, I don't know if that's a normal like response to happiness and love, but that also gives me a hint to what I need to heal for myself. You know what I mean? And and explains a lot of my behavior 
after that moment because a lot of the negative bullshit that you bring into your life just comes from fear, right? And 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 unworthiness and guilt because you don't feel like you're worthy, but you're getting something you don't feel worthy of and you're fucking scared of it at the same time. And it kind of creates this perfect tornado for you to act a motherfucking fool. And I definitely did that. I think for me, it's been a hard, hard way to learn that my fear and my lack of worth and all that bullshit has really honestly been the one thing standing in the way of my happiness. And I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I think that so many people tell you you're not worth it. Our society wants you to think that you're not worth it or make you feel inadequate constantly so they could push you makeup and they can push you clothing and surgeries and like (laughs) designer bags and nice cars and all these things, these things, 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 things. So you can feel like you're the best version of yourself. But it's like at the end of the day, all that bullshit comes from within, right? Like you don't need any of that stuff to make yourself feel better. And I think that's kind of like why I've kind of felt like I've heat, I've, I've heat, I've hit this like lull in my journey because I've kind of done so much realization that I'm just like, what's next? And like for me, I think I still need a heal, right? Like I, I was just talking about how my disordered eating will creep back up and has creeped back up. And I don't know, I don't honestly feel the best about my physical appearance. So I think that's what I'm going to really challenge for myself. And it's tough, yo. It's really tough because it's like, where do you even fucking start? (laughs) Where do you start? Like, I have journaled so much this year that, like, I, I, I only do it every few days now. I know a few episodes ago I was talking about how I do it daily. Now I just don't have that much to say because... Although there's still a transformation occurring, it's it, it it's not as intense or grand. I don't have a huge realization every day. I still feel full and complete and on the right path, however. I just don't need to necessarily put everything into words. I think my focus is more like on the present now versus when I was journaling a lot, I was kind of going through my shit. I think I've, I've, I've always, I've psychoanalyzed a lot and now it's kind of like taking all the things that I've learned from reviewing and unpacking and unprogramming my brain. And now it's putting a new attitude and a new outlook fully, fully into, into practice. And it's going to take practice because it's something I'm not used to. And it's constantly telling myself I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I say that a lot to myself. And I say that a lot to the other people, other beautiful fucking people in my life, because I see someone, so many people settling. And I don't only mean that in a relationship way. I know a lot of people tend to read basically everything as as it pertains to love and relationships with other people but i'm almost fully and entirely always going to be talking about like when it comes to self help and like mental health and so it's like you, it's your relationship to you it's your love with yourself right and I just see everyone kind of accepting this narrative that has been fed to them their whole lives. And as I'm coming to and kind of like waking up, right, they say like all the veils are falling off when you're at like kind of this stage and you're kind of seeing everything fully. 
And then you start to see everyone in your life fully. Like for me, I started seeing how like there are so many people in the same place as me. There are so many people in toxic environments with um, with people who around them, friends, boyfriends, family who don't have the right intentions for them. There's so many people that are unhappy but that have such a good heart but have been through so much. And it's like, you attract what you are, right? And like, I really started to see that. But now as I'm healing, I'm not about to go let everyone else in my life just like fade into the background. I want to help them. And I think that's such a huge part of this podcast and why it means a lot to me. I know I've been kind of shitty with my effort, but it still means a lot to me. Okay. Believe me, y'all. Um, but yeah, so it's like, just kind of, <sighs> having these realizations and now putting everything into practice and it and I brought up the friend thing because it's like I feel like I can only put things into practice if I'm around people who also are like-minded and are also kind of progressing so it's tough because it's just constantly feels like you're losing your so many components of your old life like I feel like I've just lost so many friends and I've lost so many people and I've I've started to see so many people for like who they are and it can be painful. And I think that's also what's been getting me down lately. It's like you realize how much people fucking use other people and and how like, I don't know, I was having this thought the other day and I was like, some people honestly just like have me in their lives to have like another warm body at their party. And that fucking sucks because, like, we're all, like, I'm dope. And, like, you're dope, too. And we don't deserve that. We need, like, you want your presence to be craved because you're an amazing human and you have a great vibe and, like, everyone wants to be around you. You don't, I'm more than a warm body, okay, honey? Like, I'm not a hooker. I mean, no offense to sex workers. That was a really shitty thing to say. But you know what I mean? You know what I mean, though? That could be about, like, professional cuddlers, too. Like, I'm not just a warm body, okay? Like, I'm a lot more than that. And I think, like, sometimes it's just, it's a tough pill to swallow. And I think that's what also has gotten me down, for sure. It's like, where's my tribe? I'm waiting for my tribe. And I don't know. Are y'all there? (laughs) You there? Pick up. Pick up the phone. Because it's getting real lonely out here. And I know it sucks because it's like, all my, like, we're all, it's weird, though, right? Like, because... I want the company, but, like, I also know, respectively, all the people that are on the same journey are kind of, like, in the same mind state as me. We're also kind of, like, keeping to ourselves, too, because we feel this way and we feel like we want to be protective of our energy to an extent that we probably haven't been before. And it's kind of a new thing to say no to people or to turn people down or really honor your feelings, like... If you feel a little bit off, like, I don't know, I believe in intuition on (sighs) 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 on a intense level, okay? I always have, I probably always will. I think your gut and your intuition are this big blessing, especially as a woman from society. And I know people like to, again, we're revisiting the crazy words, say like, just because you're crazy if you like go off your intuition. But I feel like Every bad situation I've gotten myself into, every huge blowout, every fight, every shitty night out, my gut has always wiggled its little fingers out into my, you know, into my organs, other organs. And it said, hey, you know, 
<laughs> maybe it's not a good idea, sister. So it's like, I feel like also the same people on my journey with me, they probably have the same thing where they're like trying to honor their intuition more. And it's like, you get kind of paranoid in that. And you're like, fuck, dude, like, do I want to jeopardize my mental health? Do I want to jeopardize where I'm at right now just to go see some friends? It might like trigger me because I'm in a sensitive state and I'm in a defensive state. And I don't know why I feel the way I feel. I don't know if it's going to make me feel better. I don't know if it's going to make me feel worse. I think that's the pickle that I'm in for me, for real. Like, I feel like I'm so unsure of what's going to make me happy anymore. And I know that's probably completely part of the process because I've been chasing all these things I thought were going to make me happy. And where has that gotten me? I'm, (laughs) what has that gotten me? It has gotten me basically nothing. I don't have like a lot to show for all the chasing and shit that I've been doing. So I think it is an important realization to realize like, I'm questioning everything right now. And I'm really trying to get it in my head that, yeah, I don't know what's going to make me happy. And what previously has, what what I had previously been told by everyone around me that will make me quote unquote unhappy, chasing that and trying to make that happen didn't really work out well for me. So now I'm completely on this fucking island alone trying to figure out what's going to burn my own fire? Like what's going to make me burn bright? Like what's going to make me feel good apart from society, apart from my family's expectations, my cultural expectations, society's expectations, like, you know, and that's a really scary place to be sometimes because you feel almost like naked. It's like, what do I, what am I going to use to hold me and make me feel safe again? Cause I don't fucking know. (laughs) It's scary as shit. And I mean, I'm glad I really didn't have a direction to go with this whole episode because I'm really like, I'm having this realization as I'm speaking with y'all because I think I knew what I needed to do. I knew what I needed to do today. I knew I was feeling a lot and I've been feeling a lot and I've been trying to structure it out and I've been trying to, you know, stick on a subject. But at the end of the day, this, (laughs) this is who I am. This podcast is just a little fucking uh, fruit salad, if you will, Uh, a melting pot of my brain and what I'm going through and what my journey is. And I'm not just saying that to be full of myself and it's it's all about me, but I'm I'm saying like, I I know people in my life and I know if it's people in my life that there's people in my social media life and my social media circle and all that shit that are also experiencing the same thing. And I feel like collectively 2020 as a whole is just a transformation year for so many people. It's a realization year for so many people. And I don't know. I guess that's why sometimes I'm just going to have to hop on here and gibble gabble and kind of just speak freely, candidly, and honestly about how I'm feeling because I feel like that's the most authentic thing I can do. And that's the most authentic people thing any, the most authentic thing anyone can do as a person is just speak freely from their heart. And I think that's what we're told as a collective, like, isn't necessarily receptive, like, isn't something that's received well by the masses. I feel like social media, I'm like, I'm kind of going in a little bit on social media lately, but I feel like we're so conditioned to like only put out this certain product and this certain feeling and this certain vibe. And at the end of the day, it's so inauthentic to me. And I think that's why naturally I've just kind of like slowly, 
I've slowly been trying to change my relationship with it. Trust me, it's super fucking hard. And it's it's super hard because with the interactive world being so prevalent because we don't have so much of our hands in the physical world right now with COVID and everything. We're going digital, baby, you know? And it's like a peculiar time to re- like reevaluate your relationship with your phone and posting and social media. I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I used to post so much. I used to share so much of my life. And maybe some people think I still too, still do. It's objective. But, like, you know, making steps to not fucking record and share every single moment of my life has somehow made me happier um, posting less on like my feed or whatever, like actually on Instagram, on that grid and like trying to understand why I'm doing it before I do it. And really like being honest about it, because I think that's where, I mean, with everything on your whole spiritual journey on your progression to being a better you to your butterfly, you know, journey, you have to really be fucking honest. And that is the toughest thing to do, man. It's so hard to be honest with yourself because I catch myself lying to myself all the time, like, and denying certain things because I want to be better than that. But I think I'll only progress as a person as long as I, I, I give myself love when I'm being honest. And that's what I really tell a lot of people. That's what I try to tell to anyone who's close to me is like, talk to yourself with love, change your relationship with yourself. And I'm totally on the same attempt board as well. And I don't always do the best with it, but I think that's a solution to, you know, the harsh reality of being real with yourself. It's like, am I posting this right now because I feel ugly and I need some validation? Or am I posting this because I feel beautiful in this picture and I want to share with the world because I'm a bad bitch and I believe, you know, it's good to share yourself if you feel good about yourself. But if you're sharing yourself because you don't feel good enough today, honey, we got some work to do. And I was definitely in that place. I was like super addicted to getting that validation because to be quite frank, I felt like so ugly and rejected, like by societal beauty standards for so long. I would say up until maybe last year, I didn't fully think I was attractive, even in the slightest. And I think a lot of people took advantage of me (laughs) during those times. Like I didn't realize my full power and beauty as a woman and, um, my sexual power that comes with that. And I think that comes across in my social media a little bit during that time in my life. It was a lot for me to realize like, wow, like I actually do have a nice body and I actually do have a nice face. And although I got kind of like, I got lost in the sauce, I'm still thankful for that moment in my life because I learned a lot from it and it helped me accept myself. Now, do I want social media to be the only fucking way that I feel good about myself? Fuck no. And I think I, I, if I didn't have this realization or this strong desire to go on this journey and really become a better version of myself, I think I would very easily just continue doing a lot of the same bullshit, you know? And I mean that with everything I've discussed. I, I mean that with the drinking, with the partying, with being around people that don't serve me or want the best for me, um, posting the way I was posting and being super dependent on makeup and all this bullshit. Like I I wouldn't even be around, 
I, w- I was with someone for like four years and I wouldn't go a day without wearing my makeup around him. Like I, I've, I've changed a lot, okay? Like I look a little bit busted right now around the guy that I'm seeing and I feel bad for him. But it's like, for me, like I'm really trying to love the skin that I'm in. And I mean that literally, like I, I, at the same time, I'm trying to tell myself I'm beautiful, but I'm also trying to tell myself I'm beautiful in a way that has nothing to do with that, what I look, but then also sometimes I want to be happy with how I look. And it's a very complex dance you do, you know, and you just don't want to create a dependency on anything. I want, at the end of the day, I want my biggest beauty to come from within. And I think that's why I've had such an interesting, (laughs) complex arc in the story of, I thought I was ugly my whole life until last year. And I thought I had a shitty body and I needed to be anorexic or bulimic my whole life until last year. And then I went to the extreme of like posting and doing certain photo shoots and, you know, kind of marketing myself a certain way. Uh, even even if it is, like, a, a few people on Instagram, it's still, like, you're a portrayal of yourself that isn't necessarily true, but uh, just falling into that and how easy it was to get attention and then really thriving off that attention. And then it's almost like a double ju- double-edged sword because then people only start to see you a certain way. And I think... after like a year of it, I got fed up and it's like, I'm so much more than that. Like (laughs) it sounds dumb, but I was thinking earlier and I think, let me read this tweet. I said this today. I said, It's hard to come into your sexuality and embrace your body. People tend to condense your whole existence into it, when in reality, that acceptance and comfort allows you to fall deeper into all of who you are, all of who you truly are, not just this physical vessel. So by that, I meant like, I don't see whatever happened in that arc as a negative thing. I think it was so positive in so many ways because I got to see how easily I fell into something. But in that process, it made me really see myself for what other people saw me as because at the end of the day it made me think about why did I never think I was good enough why didn't I think I was pretty enough or skinny enough or thick enough or the right body type or why why isn't this part of me bigger and why is this part of me smaller like why did I keep telling myself that and why was I basing my that that as my those all those thoughts why did those come from an idea of beauty apart from my own because at the end of the day I still think like kind of highly of myself, but then it's like, I go and I look at the rest of the world and I feel like shit. And so for me, it was like really warping my, warping my relationship with that. Like for feeling it's, it's like, it, I don't know how to put it into words. Um, so it's like, I saw it from both ends because only less than two years ago, I thought by society standards, I was ugly. And then a year ago, I think society thinks I'm a little bit prettier than before. Maybe you'll, maybe like kind of cute, maybe kind of pretty, you know what I mean? And that makes me question. It's like, what the fuck? Like society is always constantly going to make beauty trends. Like you're, you're, the way you look is always going to be manufactured into a trend of the time. And why would you base your worth and your own beauty on something that constantly fucking changes? Because that's capitalism, baby. You know, 
And so that's why I'm thankful for that whole thing, because it made me really like sit down and talk to myself and be like, girl, what are we doing here? You need to start living and loving you and making yourself beautiful for you, for you and beautiful by your standards, because your standards, they will change, but they will change naturally in a way that is earnest and honest and so fully honoring who you are. Like whatever's out there in the world is never going to honor for you for who you are, is never going to embrace you for who you are. It's going to want you to change in dramatic ways because that's just how the world works now. So don't do yourself a disservice, sis. And I mean, I'm speaking to every woman right now, every, not every woman, every person, because we're so in our heads about so much shit. And I think that's what I've realized social media was really doing to me. And I know I'm not, you know, I'm not a novel thinker in that. I think we've all kind of realized that you scroll down Instagram, everyone looks the same and it can fuck with your head and it can make you feel inadequate, especially when you've struggled in your past way beyond social media with your body image and stuff. But it's crazy because... I wouldn't have learned any of this if I hadn't gone through all of that, you know? And I think that's, that's, that's one crazy thing I keep revisiting. It's like, yeah, that was shitty and it wasn't very fun and it wasn't healthy, but I now see it for what it taught me. And from what it taught me, I can now learn more about myself. And now as I learn more about myself, I understand myself in a way that allows me to love myself that I previously didn't or I previously thought made me a weaker person or an uglier person or a dumber person. But now that I've taken the time to deprogram and see this whole narrative and this whole, you know, this whole storyline differently and kind of almost from a place of more educated, more understanding, more loving, it's created a better bond with me. It's healing something in me. And I think that's kind of beautiful. (laughs) And it's kind of what keeps me going. And I just think it's important. I think it's important to highlight that. So I don't know. If you've been feeling bad lately, I'm you're not alone. And I wish I could give everyone a little hug and a forehead kiss because it's been a year, baby. But I think I'm going to wrap things up. I think I've gotten a lot off my chest and I feel a lot fucking better. And I'm really happy that I did this. If you're feeling down, slide into my DMs. I'm always here to talk. I'm always here to support If we're cool like that, we could fucking FaceTime, yo. We could have a Zoom, okay? And um, if you're feeling bad, put on some music, have a little dance, put on your headphones, put on a podcast, go on a walk, look at the fucking leaves changing colors. Nature's fucking beautiful. No matter where you are, I'm sure you could find a tree, even if you're in a concrete city. And smile at somebody. I know it sounds crazy with your mask on. I don't care. Smile. It feels good sometimes. And I know it's corny as as, as fuck. And it's not what you want to hear. But it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And no one's perfect. And you are still beautiful inside and out, baby. See you guys next time. <laughs>